Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Don't you, Louis? I love them around 1150 a.m. on the street. Louis uh, sitting shiver today. He's in mourning. Robbie Robertson, one of the five members of the band, and Lou knows that band intimately well. He used to smoke weed with LeVon Helm. That's a true story. Robbie Robertson died yesterday at the age of 80, but Lou didn't know Rob, so F him, and he's fine. Is that fair to say, Lou? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fair. Yeah. But... Yeah, they didn't get along well at right. the end. And your loyalties are to Levon, so. Right. Well, I heard a lot of uh, lot of it from his side. Yeah. But I, I, I think, a, yeah. What if he was lying to you? He was your friend and you just believed him. No, I don't think it would be a matter of lying. I think yeah. it could be a matter of perception. So do you feel bad today that Robbie Robertson died? Yes. 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 Okay. Oh, yes. Well, right. I, I love the entire band. I know I you did. I thought yes. he was extremely talented. Yeah. And uh, it was just crazy and um, enlightening to hear from Levon. But yeah. he uh, that's the way he felt. Okay. And, uh, right. That's how bands are, you know. Talk about enlightening. Nobody does it better than this guy. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights on WABC or his own amazing website. you got to watch the No Spin News. I'm serious. It's great. He also kicked Chris Cuomo's ass last night on News Nation. But BillOrati.com, the best interviews and a TV show and, and columns. His columns are great. Uh, yesterday, his morning message, I mentioned on the air, the Nixon-Watergate comparison. His killing series is great. We're going to do a show together in Huntington at the Paramount Theater, October the 27th. He's all that and more. My friend Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. How are you, pal? You know, I'm the same, which is tragic for everyone. You know, I'm trying to upgrade, but I, I can't get there. I'm just this <laughs> same boring guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you weren't boring last night. Uh, you took Chris Cuomo. I know you do that show, I believe, Mondays and yeah. Wednesdays, but you took Chris Cuomo to the woodshed last night. Well, it's because as a Democrat, um, Cuomo does what every single Democrat high profile in this country is doing. And it basically saying, well, what about Ivanka and uh, Jared? And what about, what about, what about? And if that's your yardstick for justice, then there is no justice. This just doesn't exist. So um, the reason that uh, Chris Cuomo got in trouble was that he said there was a special prosecutor appointed to look into the Biden-Hunter matter. And that's not true. There isn't any special prosecutor that should be, but there isn't. Yeah. Special prosecutors looking into the documents in Biden's garage. That's it. I looked at the mandate after the program. So if you debate me, I think everyone in the country knows this by now, you better have it together. Yep. Well, that's... I'm not going to yeah. 
you know, I'm not one of these people, and I like Cuomo, by the way. I mean, I, and a lot of people don't, but I like him. A lot you're, of people don't like me. You're the guy. All right? But, you know, I, I can have a conversation with him. The segments are off the chart. You don't see segments like that on television anymore, ever, um, because people are afraid to debate. They're afraid to um, go out of the box, you know, and bring in the facts. But Joe Biden, the, the message that you had yesterday, and I appreciate you reading it on the air and, and telling people about it on BillOReilly.com, because even though that we are, uh, you know, expanding in a dramatic way, we just got my pillow to uh, advertise on our program. That's a big yardstick because they are one of the biggest news advertisers in the world. But uh, the, what I suggested to President Biden is he studied what happened to Richard Nixon. Now, it's not the same thing because Nixon was hated by the press. The press drove that Watergate investigation, but it was bipartisan after a while. Republicans said, yeah, Nixon is trying to cover this crime up. And he was. And you can't go, well, what about Herbert Hoover? And what about Andrew Johnson? No, no. It's each individual action. So there is no question that Joe Biden sold influence on behalf of his brother and son. Well, you know, it's funny. When you say there's no question, I find that interesting. Who's listening to – look, you're the biggest audience in the biggest city in the country in the morning. Thank you. All right? Sid Rosenberg is the biggest audience. I mean, that in itself is a miracle. (laughs) It really is. the Red Sea. All right? But is there anybody listening to us now? That doesn't believe that? No, but then again, folks listening to us now, for the most part, love Donald Trump. They're Republicans. They're conservatives. I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about those people in the middle. And the reason why I stopped you, Bill, was because for the longest time, and I give you credit for this, because unlike the rest of the media, which knee-jerks and says something that actually proves their point or feeds their base, you don't do that. And for the longest time, when people were presenting evidence against Joe Biden, you said, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Now but you're saying we we're are, there? Yes, but we are there as far as he sold, sold influence. Okay, so we, we're there. Now, is that a crime? It's an ethical violation? Absolutely. And I think that a astute prosecutor could bring a conspiracy charge under the uh, Government Corruption Act. Whether it would get conviction or not, I I don't know. But here's the real scandal. The FBI isn't investigating at all. IRS brought the charges against Hunter. The FBI is sitting there not doing a thing. Now, in the Nixon-Watergate case, they did finally get, you know, it took a while, but the FBI got on the case. But here, there's no justice apparatus. So this is the court of public opinion. And what is going to happen is that there's going to be an impeachment inquiry in the House of Representatives beginning probably in late September. And we'll be able to talk about that extensively at our show in Huntington at the Paramount Theater in October. Awesome. So the inquiry is going to start. And then all the evidence compiled by the House committees will be put out. And the goal is to destroy the Democratic Party. 
because the Republicans know they're not going to get a conviction in the Senate. At this point, there's not one elected person on the Democratic side in the House or the Senate, not one, that has showed any concern about President Biden selling influence or lying about it. Not one. So what does that tell you? It tells us that we don't have a government that cares about justice at all. I, I wrapped it up with Cuomo last night, and, and we have that posted on BillOReilly.com, the News Nation um, debate with Cuomo, and everybody should go. I wrapped it up with Cuomo was you know all over the place. Playing around. He goes, well, what do you want? I said, I want a just country. That's what I want. I mean, and that that he didn't have any comeback for that. But the Democratic Party at this point doesn't. They don't care what Biden did. They don't care even if he got money. They don't care. And to be fair, there are a lot of MAGA people that don't care what Trump did. And everybody knows that's true. But I, if you're in those two categories, step back. Do you want a country based on justice, or do you want Honduras? <laughs> yeah, no, do you fair. want Honduras? Yep. yep. We're heading to Honduras here. Hello, Tegucigalpa. Well, let me ask you about the— I spent time down in those countries, <laughs> the Salvadoran War. Yeah. You don't want to live there. No, no, you don't. But I want to ask you about the two guys you just mentioned. You're right. Folks that want to believe Biden didn't do anything or need to believe that, they do. And the MAGA folks, they don't care what Trump did. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if all the things we believe Biden did, he did do it, taking money from these other countries, knowingly and lying time and time again that he had no idea what his son was doing with these people. You tell me, Bill O'Reilly, who committed the bigger crime? Maybe not legal, maybe just moral. Who did worse, Biden or Trump? It's a, I can't answer the question because the allegation against Trump is that he knew the election in 2020 was lost and he lied about it and went ahead to try to stop the election anyway. That's not true. It's not true. Well, that's the allegation that the federal yeah. government is bringing into court against him. If the jury says no, there's no evidence, uh, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt, then the Biden stuff is much worse. But if there's Pence goes in and he has somebody else backing him up, that Trump knew that this was a whole phony thing but pushed it anyway, that would be on the par with Biden enabling his family to be enriched to the tune of $40 million. $40 million is a lot of money. A lot of money. And, and, and just put yourself, you're a father, I'm a father, right? Yep. If my kid was getting wire transfers at $20 million, <laughs> I would know about it. Of course. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Especially All right. if I, would, I would know. Of course. Hey, hey, Spencer, yeah. how are you affording that place in Malibu? <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. What's going on? Right. And the- you're telling me that a father doesn't know? His son is being enriched at that level? Please. It's impossible. Even Biden, in his demented, diminished state, (laughs) had to know that. Of course. He knew because uh, whether it's Spencer, O'Reilly, or Gabriel Rosenberg, 
those boys were giving money to dad on top of it. So he knew anyway. Well, because we don't know that yet. Well, we, well that's you're the, ahead of the You're ahead of the curve. Well, look, here's what I want to ask you then, because the the uh, contention from the right side is that when these, this impeachment inquiry comes out, it's going to yeah. be lights out for Biden. So what exactly do you need to see or... Excuse me. What exactly does the House needs to see to come to the conclusion, which I just talked about, that not only did Joe know about it, but he was actually getting money? That's a lot of cash. So it, you go back to the laptop. <clears throat> every, I'm going to remind everybody. Hunter Biden wrote a email to his daughter, Naomi, that said on the laptop, I have given your grandfather 50 percent of everything that I have earned, and earned is the wrong word because he didn't do anything for it. That's what Hunter Biden said on the laptop, okay? It's, it's not in dispute. The words are there. But the government has to find the money. Where is it? Okay, and they so far, they're working it, but without the FBI... And the CIA should be involved with this, too, because a lot of this money is in overseas banks and shell corporations overseas. But none of that is happening. So there's an investigation by Congress, but not by the Justice Department. It's insane. Think about it. At that level, when you have a sitting vice president making more than 20 phone calls to people paying his son and brother, hundred uh millions of dollars and the guy goes you know i don't know what biden said on the on the phone calls but biden certainly got on the phone for a reason you know i gotta ask, want to talk right to somebody in kazakhstan for what <laughs> kazakhstan well i gotta ask you this walked up to me now and said hey dad i got boris from kazakhstan on the line would you talk to him i go why for what exactly for what? yeah well, listen, you, you've got a great historical reference. I texted you this yesterday that I don't know anybody alive today that can go back in history like you. I certainly can. So I find it hard to believe, just because I'm an everyday guy, that Joe Biden and Donald Trump are the only two guys ever to gain office and possibly potentially be involved in criminal activity. I find it hard to believe. But dating all the way back to the very beginning, have we ever seen something like this where both parties, candidates, were immersed in this? And the, does this tell you more about the candidates or how divided this country is today with the other side looking to bash the other guy? Look, it's a unique situation. U.S. Grant was accused of massive corruption. But in the end, it was his brother that took all of his money from the Indian reservations and enriched part of the Grant family. And U.S. at that point in his life was bombed every night and didn't know what was going on. That's what the ultimate investigation showed. So, but that ruined his reputation as a president, U.S. Grant. But there hasn't been anything like this in our history. And there wouldn't be if we have an honest Justice Department. Once the Justice Department collapses into ideology and party favoritism, as it has, then you then they run wild. They run, the politicians who are dishonest run wild because they know there's no oversight. 
Look at Nancy Pelosi and all the money she made in the stock market along with her husband because she knew there wasn't going to be any ethics violations filed against her. None. And that's exactly what happened. So when you let elect people, some of them will be honest and some of them won't be. And that's just the world we live in. So Trump wins, if he wins again in 2024. And right now, even with all these indictments out there, number four on its way possibly next week, if he wins, can he fix all this? If Trump wins the election, he's not going to fix it. But there'll be, you remember the scene in The Godfather where Michael was the godfather to Connie's baby in Queens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were baptizing the baby and yeah. cutting to yeah. men and everybody else wiping out the yeah. other families. Yeah. 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 If Trump wins, <laughs> that's the scene. Good. There's going to be payback. Oh, I like that. I like that. I I actually want to see that. So, well, listen, it's always, Bill, an amazing conversation. Nobody better than you. Thank you so much. Oh, finally, are we uh, sold out or can people still buy tickets today? There are about, uh, we're about 80% sold at the Huntington Theater um, on October 27th, Friday night. And some people are delaying, you know, Get the tickets because you can sell them on the secondary market if you don't go and make money. <laughs> it's just going to be sold out. So I say, look, even if you don't know if you can go or not, you buy the tickets, you're going to make some coins. That's true. Just right? a good point. Just go to PowerMountNY.com, BillOReilly.com, or, of course, Ticketmaster this morning and take advantage of what Bill is saying. Either come and have a great time or make yourself a couple of bucks. Bill O'Reilly, I love you. Great job. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me, Sid. You're the best. Bill O'Reilly, another spectacular appearance. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.